So are we recording a cycling podcast where two out of the three people haven't watched any cycling whatsoever or have any interest in it? Just checking. Um, <laughs> no, I watched some cycling this week. Esteban Chavez picking the Italian on the line. Chavito does it. And Orica Bike Exchange win in Lombardia 2016. Well, good evening, gentlemen. Seb Lloyd, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Good stuff. And Harry Mailer, you're looking a little bit sad in your cave. What's going on? what's going on nothing is happening apart from nothing actually apart from nothing is happening i've just read read harry's bit on the document has made me sad as well now (laughs) (laughs) i think we need to use this podcast to cheer harry up all i've done today sam is failed four aptitude tests for job applications and one of oh. them I failed apparently because I can't read emotions. <laughs> <laughs> you, that sounds like you'd be perfect for the um, other person on the nuclear uh, like control room desk in like a nuclear reactor. Like just no emotions, just decisions. <laughs> <All you> mean, <laughs> if he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So apparently the, the feedback was I can't read emotions or think outside of a box. So that was nice to pick me up today. Um, yeah, oh, man. and I and I, I spilled. There's a medical for that, Harry. Is there? Okay. Well, yeah, then I thought my day would get better. And I spilled some chicken and sweet corn soup on me, and I've got a third degree burn on my hand. So it's been a really good day. Look, can you see that? Yeah, that, that is that, that is oh, absolutely yeah. savage. Yeah. So what you're cool. doing? What's an aptitude test? What 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 do you sort of have to complete for that? Oh, like stupid stuff. It's not even worth explaining. Like they, so for the, the one I failed on today, they just had random people's faces appear on the screen and you had to choose <laughs> what their emotion was. And, I, I, and it was like, like neutral, Men. neutral, aggressive, like, um, surprised. I, I oh, didn't know what to do. Um, yeah, and then there was another one about unlocking a safe. I was like, how does this relate to the financial, a financial well, job at all, you know? Well, so, I reckon it's one of the number one things you've got to be able to do, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, but I think we've gone slightly off topic here about a cycling podcast, but yeah. <laughs> that's, oh. that's the update of the well, week. Stick with it, Harry. It's sunshine's coming. You're going to get over your long COVID. You're going to be back yeah. racing and enjoying your bike and everything's going to seem better. You have a great job soon. Don't you worry. We're, we're with you. And if yeah. all else fails, you've got this podcast. No, uh, well, I mean, this weekend, I actually went riding tw- twice. No, I did two exercises. I went running once, 10 minutes. <laughs> well, no, 13 minutes, sorry, wasn't it? 30-minute uh, run. And okay. um, I went... On like a three three hour ride on Sunday with Chris, it was nice. Oh, like a, nice. like a bit of a fifty fifty ride, so like half on road, half off road, and the off road part of it was just swampy the whole time. It was so muddy. I had my worn out summer tires on. So <laughs> yeah, it was lovely. Basically, we I was wheel spin up every climb, <laughs> and then just churning through all the mud. You on the cross <laughs> it, it did get me thinking a little bit though that like. You know, there's a saying in cyclocross, well, not the, the best saying, it's like you can never have too much grip in terms of tyre choice. It's like, yeah. I reckon everyone would do good to like ride worn out tyres every so often because it, it teaches you such good sort of like power control. Yeah, body positioning. Like, yeah. And yeah, if you, if you learn to control a bike that hasn't got much grip, when you've got grip, you'll be able to go so much quicker. It's sort of like, like riding skid pan training. training. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing. Just uphill, <laughs> much less fun. With these big stabilizers coming out your waist down to the ground <laughs> as you go around corners. Yeah. Isn't there, like, um, I, I think it's Continental, have a bloke that does that, doesn't he? Yeah. Like he just wears like motorbike leathers and he just tests the grip, like the limits of all their tires and just bends it all the time. <laughs> How fast is he going to wear a motorbike there? He's going 60 miles an hour just trying to fall off. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, just a pla- it's just a Planet X skin suit. <laughs> <laughs> 
that is the thing though like how many times have you ever actually fallen off because you've run out of grip like that's that, that's, that's like the always, test isn't it you always dab don't you yeah exactly you or should you go to a field and to test to really test how fast you can go around a corner it's like when people get in cars with like formula one drivers and stuff like they don't they're like they would break like a hundred feet beforehand but actually the car gets round so it's within its limits it's just your brain is like <laughs> nah no chance I've always sort of thought that, you know, like when people get like the supercar experiences and like you go around like a track and like drive some Porsche or something, it'd be good if you could just get like a crap hatchback and just sort yeah. of see the absolute limit you can take it to. So then that's actually going to benefit you when you go driving. That's well, yeah. the re- I've done that before with people on tracks. <laughs> and you just, cars around. yeah, and just destroy them. It's really funny. And you'd be surprised what they can take until it's the curbs which break, break the cars. But yeah, I, I find when you, t- when you go in a car, which is like quicker than you've ever driven before. And I think it's the same with cycling. If you've done descent and you don't know the road or you're going really quick or whatever, your brain physically can't keep up. And you just kind of, everything just turns into a blur. Like your mind just literally can't process it. And you just don't know what's happening. It's the weirdest thing. It's not just that people are too scared. You Honestly, you just cannot, you, you don't know what's happening, basically. Yeah. I suppose, is it sort of like if you've just gone really fast and then when you've gone out to normal speed, I think I did it on Top Gear once in like the Veyron, he's like, he wanted to get out and open the door and he's still going 70 or something like that. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your brain is so used to, your brain's like oh, firing so fast that you say everything feels slow. So you've got to be careful once you've done like a, a race and you go drive home and you're on the motorway doing like, I've, I've 71, I've never gone over 71. But <laughs> is it 10 plus 2? <laughs> <laughs> safety first safety first yeah I always said that with drumming like if you had a really hard groove or a beat or a feel to learn if you learn it at half the speed and then it just goes into your muscle memory and then when you play at full speed your brain you're not even thinking about it you're just doing it and I think yeah. that's like riders when they're riding on like their home roads in a race and they're absolutely nailing the descents like who was that guy? It was two years ago. He was riding for direct total energy, I think. And it was on San Remo and he went down yeah. that hill and he was like literally at like 60 degree angle, no, like 45 degree angle going around one of those corners. You're like, he's ridden down that a lot of times to be able to know how to do it. Was it the one his brother was setting off the fire? He set off the flares that caused the fire. Yeah, no, that's, that's Nibbley's brother, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I've got a lot of time for that. Um, okay, well, yeah, that's, that was a nice, nice little intro, chaps, of a little I insight can. into our worlds. Yeah, I mean, um, what I also did was I found out I remember what bonking was like. <laughs> oh, so I basically in the morning I bought a cocoa pops. Then had two gels on the ride as well, and then it got to. Yeah, I mean, you thought like you know you're almost home, and you're like I can't be asked to eat anymore. I didn't have any more food either, but. Uh, <laughs> I was like 40 minutes home and it was the most painful 40 minutes I've ever done. Like literally you, you find a gear, you're like, I'm just going to keep pedaling and eventually I'll get there, but I can't yeah. go any faster. I can't really <laughs> comprehend where I am right now. But You can really feel uh, I feel like Cocoa happening. Pops. Yeah, and especially with Cocoa Pops. I mean, like uh, most of the time when you're doing a long ride, you think, oh, I have something slow burning like porridge or a banana and some granola. Whereas you said, kind of went, I'm going to have all my energy in the first 15 minutes. Give me Probably before I've even left the house. I'll get changed really quick. And then I'll instantly lose all my energy as I start riding. <laughs> That's what the Cocoa Pop kind of method of attack is, I would say. I'll I mean, sure. I, yeah. Of all the children's cereals I go for, like, <laughs> Frosties are better than Cocoa Pops in terms of like not being as hungry. They, they last a bit longer, I think. Oh, okay. and we need to do like a sub-scale of, c- of cereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should get frosted, going, um, Yeah, the frosted, <laughs> frosted flakes are better than the choco snaps. Do you have those right, mini cookie next... ones? They're good. They're good. Oh, they're good. Yeah, cookie crisp. Yeah, they are top tier. Yeah, love them. It's anyway. definitely something. It's definitely something I've I've changed in my training because I am notorious for never eating enough and waking up in the morning and not having breakfast and just going out on the bike. And with my 5am rides, I was like, I need to 
not do that because it's just not going to be sustainable. So I've been doing like hour training rides and having like two gels and a bottle of mix, like properly fueling because it's the, it's the recovery afterwards that I learned about that actually it affects your next two rides, the fueling of that ride that you do. So it might be overkill for that, but for the next day, that ride then becomes a lot easier and it all builds up. Apparently. If you, if you fuel properly during, you don't have the craving and the massive, like, yeah, uh, exactly. Wrong word, isn't it? Um, almost like food debt. <laughs> yeah. And then I have a protein shake afterwards for breakfast and then I'm not like hungry until lunchtime. So it actually does. I overall, I actually eat less, even though I've done exercise and I've fueled it. So you think, oh, blimey, I'm, you know, I'm burning mm. 900 calories, but I'm eating this much. Actually, eating more results in better body composition and all that sort of stuff, which is, which is useful. But it's just, it's just counterintuitive, isn't it? Like putting in more results in less, but it works. And the workouts get down to a better standard. Yeah. So, yeah. And if you, I, leave, you leave the marketing, you leave the marketing, you can also have um, shreddies. I think they, um, they banish hunger to lunch as well. <laughs> a shreddy, shreddy shake. Blend <laughs> <laughs> your shreddies up. Oh, you've been to shake away, didn't it? Um, so, <laughs> you go to takeaway with a box of shreddies. Hi, what can you do with this, please? <laughs> Make, give me some magic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of pressure on the smoothie maker. That's for sure. <laughs> um, Cement. Yeah, sorry. So, so, so I, I went for a ride at the weekend and I got thinking because I've now set myself up for my GoPro. I've worked out a way to connect a... Um, you know like those cylindrical batteries that you like on the go charging for your iphone and stuff like that yeah um like anchor charge or whatever it's called i've managed to zip tie one of those to the bottom of my chest mount on my gopro and it's it's only like 150 grams it's not exactly a burden but it means i can record like all day with my gopro now so i can only do about two and a half hours because of the memory card size but i've been i've been wearing it just in case something interesting happens, get some content for the Instagram or whatever. But actually, it makes me feel a lot safer riding with it now, like on the roads. Do you feel like you've got a dash cam? Yeah, like I, I did a ride before where I had it facing backwards and I think people could see it. And I literally, in that ride, that was a three-hour ride and I did a two-and-a-half-hour ride on Saturday and I didn't have one car go anywhere near me at all. They were properly on the other side of the road, and I don't know whether they saw my chest mount or if they're paying that much attention or if I just got lucky and happened to be considerate drivers on an early Saturday morning. But I definitely felt like I was in much more sort of a safe safe space, really. It, it may be just be psychological. Yeah, you, see lot, you see a lot of commuters and stuff, don't you, with them on? Not all the time. Yeah. I even yeah, see I like, think... kids going to school. And yeah. I reckon it's sort of possibly like the like bringing in dash cams and like how commonplace they are now it's probably made it almost like more socially acceptable and so sort of people recognise the more that almost people get prosecuted from cameras now. It's just sort of, you've got someone with a camera, you've got to be more wary. Yeah, and you, sh- you, I mean, cyclists shouldn't have to, but I'm going to take it into my own hands anyway. But if all drivers knew that every cyclist had a camera on them, that everyone would behave completely differently towards cyclists mm. because they're being recorded. Yeah, and just- even if they're annoyed that cyclists are doing whatever if they're not breaking the law and stuff and you're shouting and they, they've got you on camera, like that's going to be, that's really dodgy. And like, I was riding, I, I caught someone on their phone. They were just went across me at a junction. And I was like, I was sort of, I was saying to my wife, like, well, do I just report them then? Because they're on their phone. They didn't endanger me or anything, but I've caught them on their phone driving. It's got me on camera shouting, get off the phone, you twat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's sort of like it's that thing like you become like a a roaming policeman don't you in that sort of way you basically it's you and the the lorry drivers keeping the road safe (laughs) I'm going to get a CB radio (laughs) have all those massive antennas off the back of my bike (laughs) what's your call sign yeah (laughs) a group ride with a four foot antenna off the back of your bike no one can draft you I'll be chicken legs 88 that could be my call sign (laughs) <laughs> you'd be like disc breaker breaker <laughs> breaker breaker <laughs> we like that right what would you like to do gentlemen do you want to have a quick game of no more sprinters or do you want to go to the news oh i mean 
if you have, if you play that now, you put a lot of pressure on my my on the cuff game later. I th- I think we do. I think we go for it, and your game <laughs> your game's got to deliver. <laughs> All right then, because I think Harry's been putting some thought into this, haven't you, Harry? Well, I wouldn't say I've been putting any thought in at all, but I have been watching a lot of episodes. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of episodes and I've crying. Of... <laughs> I, I, yeah. I've, watched, I've watched the first episode. Right, Harry, they you lead it out. Funny things. Okay. Um, um, shall, shall I get the face? It's always, di- it's always difficult to start, I think. Uh, what I mean, with every cyclist at your disposal? <laughs> yeah, but you just if you choose the wrong category to start off with, then you just look like a mug, really. I think. Um, Dan Martin. No more riders who, if you add another letter onto their name, it makes a cocktail. Yeah, now that's good one stuff. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, all right then. Fine. I mean, you, name example. another. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. We didn't say that in the rules last time. No. No, we didn't actually. So we we need to let people know who haven't seen no more jockeys that if <clears> Harry does a ridiculous thing like that, we're allowed to challenge, <laughs> and if Harry can't name another, then he loses. Well, it's a bit weird because it, it actually what you're trying to say is all right name someone that would fail because it's a really easy one of the ones why don't you just make it a drink harry and then we'll all try and think of a rider that you add a letter and it makes a drink the what as in instead of a cocktail a drink any drink any drink at all okay i mean that's still incredibly difficult to be how long have we got what time is it now okay yeah we've got got time add an o on the end of it and you've got a it must Uh, be what about, what about sea spol? There's a, isn't there a wine with that's bol? Bolle, something like that, maybe. I'll, I'll go with that. Bollinger. But yeah, but yeah, sea spollinger. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll, we'll give you that. We'll give you that, Harry. Right, Seb, you'll go next. Okay. Um, let's go. Alejandro Valverde, no more Spaniards. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Marianne Voss, no more people who have worn orange before whilst racing. Whilst racing. Is, I was going to say, in racing or just ever forever, that's quite <laughs> like all of All of any of them have got a training in orange kit. So that... Whilst racing. Whilst racing. Okay. Um, I'm going to say uh, Bradley Wiggins. Is he, he's never worn orange, has he? Has he ever? Not to my knowledge. No. Bradley Wiggins, no more riders who are grumpy when you think about them are grumpy. <laughs> um, Esteban Chavez, no more riders that have had potentially life threatening injuries. It's all of them, isn't it? <laughs> He's um, pretty happy as well. That's quite a safe bet. He's, on that. he's a very happy man. Or like pretend yeah. he's in, like they've come out the other side of it, so they haven't had life-threatening injuries or career yeah. end. You go for. Uh, I'm going to say Ivan Sosa, who I don't think's worn orange. What's Kaja Rural's kit? No, that's green, isn't it? That's not where they came from. Yeah, it's it's Is red that... and white, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, no more talented riders under 30. No, no phenoms. Rubbish riders under 30, fine. Which includes fine. Harry at the moment. That No, he's not training. <laughs> <laughs> I've retired already. I've said this. I'm never riding again. 
I'm just going to, I've got a power drill ready to connect to my Zwift account. So I'm still going to enter races, but just sit at 4,000 watts and beat everyone. Or I'll sit in the bunch and then whip out a 4,000 watt sprint. Anyway. Um, uh, Felipe Ganna. No. Yeah. No more riders who are massive yeah <laughs> just no I, maybe i'll just say no more units <laughs> units yeah <laughs> units so yeah i would say what that's probably over 80 kilos so i think he's about 84 85 he's he's large he's yeah. been on the weight sure so he yeah I'd, yeah he's gonna do the hour record in under an hour yeah <laughs> 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 He's going to wear the track out before he can finish. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have to wear. T- he's going to have to have two sets of tyres just doubled up, just because he's going to wear yeah. through them. So, yeah, he's going to lap himself. <laughs> <laughs> <He's>, yeah, <laughs> you know, like in car wheels when they go so fast, it looks like they're going backwards. That's what he's going to look like. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually going to have to wear motorbike levers. That's what he's going to. If he comes off, sponsored by Continental. Yeah, he's gonna have to train in one of those centrifugal machines just to train for the G forces. Eighty-five G, like in the Victorian times when they got like the bear in the sidecar going round that wall of death. It's gonna be like that. (laughs) (laughs) They're gonna have to make the walls like like, properly ninety degrees, otherwise (laughs) he will just fly off the top. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, no more units. No more units. Does that mean we can't have um, Pascal Ackerman? Mm. Oh, science joke gone, right? Uh, that's gone straight over my head, yeah. Um, and he's pretty big as well, to be fair. Oh, I get it, Pascal. I'm there with you. Thank you. I was, I was thinking of one that whole time, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> um... Let's go for. I'm going to cut all the pauses out in this when I edit it, so it's going to be like the, a rapid game where we just think of that everything mega quick. Not, <laughs> it's not a quick round, otherwise, is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, what their ones are like half an hour long, they do one round, but they. <laughs> they do. <laughs> um. No, he's a big boy, isn't he? Um. Oh, no, it's got be, they've got to be under 30, haven't they? No, no we, can, yeah. we can have crap people. We have good people over 30, can't we? Yeah. No, all crap people. It's under 30. Only if they're good, yeah. Yeah. No, only if they're bad. No Sorry, yeah. good people under 30. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. higher quality than the Train Sharp podcast, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If we got ad revenue per minute that we did a podcast, we would be absolutely filthy rich by now, wouldn't we? Incredible. You've got to get, you've got to get a sponsor for that. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Hmm. Let's go for... Here we go. Tom Musen. Musen? Yeah. Belgian cyclist rider. Um, no more bunny hoppers. Oh, okay. like like he'd like, be. He's famed for having a very high cross hop, but I'd say like if they like a little bunny hop over a curb, they, they're renowned for doing that. Okay. Mm. Okay. Let, let's start narrowing it down now. I'm going to go for. Uh, no, he's good under thirty. I'm going to say. No, she wears orange. Oh, this is hard. Sagan's it's when you're going through them in your head and you realise, because oh, I think your brain naturally thinks of ones that are, of categories that we've already said. Like, I just can't stop thinking of huge riders now, like Chris Hoy. I was like, oh, no, he's absolutely, like, he's you, definitely. On the Insta. Insta, yeah. Would you say Viviani's grumpy? That's a shit. Mm-hmm. 
I wouldn't say I think <laughs> when I, I to be fair, I said when you think of him, and I wouldn't think of him as grumpy, but all right, I don't, I don't maybe know. you never really see him happy though, do you? No, he's kind of neutral, isn't he? But then, I wouldn't know because I'm not very good at reading. Apparently, so I don't know. I'm yeah. going Viviani. No more riders. No, he's tiny. No oh, more riders yeah. who have won a Grand Tour stage. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh. Uh, that's really ruined me. That's put me right under the bus. That has. Um, I've got one, but I'm not sure. It's risky. <laughs> it is risky. Well, I'm, I'm getting it, but I'm not locking it in just to gauge your kind of reactions here. I'm, I'm going to say, gonna react I'm thinking purpose. Jack Haig, but <laughs> I can't remember if he's one. Not, I don't it, think he's one. Stage. He's good and under 30. He's not under 30, is he? Is it? Jack Haig, yeah, he's quite young. And also, did he not ride for Bahrain Victorious now, who are orange, their kit? Oh, because I was is. thinking of him at Mitchelton. Yeah, That's he moved because of Rod, Rod Ellingworth and then Rod, Rod Ellingworth left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's been um, quite young, though. I reckon, I reckon he's like late 20s. Yeah, I think he's definitely up there in Grand Tours, like helping out domestique and stuff. He's not. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's rubbish. He's 20, he's okay, I've got, I've got. A, okay, I'm going to say this one now and just commit to it, even if it is a bit. Victor Campenarts. He's a unit. He, no, is he? He's not he's tiny. Is he? He's really short. Yeah, he's he's not very big at all. That's why like the hour record suited him because he little little dinker. Okay, I, I kind of said over eighty. So I suppose that was just rolling out track cyclists, really. Anyway, I was Victor, Victor well, Campbell, the man that holds the hour record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, no more riders who have names which take the piss in terms of how many letters they have in the alphabet. More letters than needed for his name. More letters than sense. I would. I would say like it's a long name. When you look at it, you think what are you doing mate like that's long like if it was on the scoreboard it yeah. would be like and it's a nightmare for the person doing those graphics wouldn't it so yeah. i suppose can you, that's, that's can you name another please uh brambia brambilla is that it yeah he's one, that's one something Gianluca brambia yeah Jan, yeah that's quite a lot of letters he won um he won the thingy the other day didn't he Mal yeah. Maritimes Dumas, Ooh. Gianluca Brambia. Oh, no. Um, right. <laughs> old, I'm trying to think of old little guys. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that's not really long. Haven't got a long name. No, Dominico <laughs> Possevifo, Don Poz, Nino Scherter. Now he's bunny hoppy, isn't he? Yeah, he's extremely bunny hoppy. <laughs> <laughs> Who are some little people? Uh, that's very long. The length, the length's a problem. Now. All I can think of is long, long people. <laughs> the time is up. <laughs> I had David on a cruise. Is that too long? That is quite long. I mean, I mean they're easy letters. They are easy. It's not taking the fists, I would say. You, you couldn't shorten his name, could you? In terms of like Campanet. DLC. These and A's out, but Dudder Cruz is pretty to the point. Yeah, no, that's true. I think uh, I've met in fairness. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say it's taking the mix. Like it's, if anything, he, he's got letters no taken more. out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's got spaces, air, even, you could argue. <laughs> yeah. Well, his, if his name was translated to English, it'd be even longer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, no more riders that have left Ineos no or left the team to become worse off okay has David De La Cruz won a stage of the Grand Tour oh no probably not he's an absolute D squad rider isn't he <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to go for... Don't, don't look on post and stats. <laughs> 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 yeah, so he won um, 2016's Stage 9 of the World Tour. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. In the news this week, then, there's been a bit of racing. I, I've caught up with a tiny bit of it, if I'm honest. Um, I've watched the first opening. I watched the highlights from um, Babylon. They got some nice little YouTube highlights up of the tour of UAE. UAE tour. Yes. Which obviously, once again, talent beats hard work. My boy, Van der Poel won. Did anyone else find Gaviria's move slightly erratic? I don't remember that. I, was he, I didn't. Yeah. So they sent uh, Quick Step sent um, Catiano, is that his name? Off the front. He got a gap with about a kilometre to go. Yes. And Gaviria launched this weird thing to catch him. He blew up and then Gaviria just got caught and obviously had nothing in the sprint. So you no, probably you knew. When Gaviria burst onto the scene with Etex, Etex, he did that from a K out and just won the sprint by miles. Oh, okay. Everyone was like, he, this is going to be like the world-beating sprinter from now on because he can just literally sprint full pace for a, for a kilometre. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he blew it. Poor old Viviani must have thought, right, here we go. This is me. This is my comeback. And he get, I think he got beat by Decker, didn't he? The he new... Big, I think. Mm. Yeah. Well, what so, was um, impressive, obviously, like, was it from two minutes, the whole race went to shit? <laughs> yeah, it was then, absolutely insane. Then it was literally, it was Elia Kaiser from yeah. from They basically just burned him instantly, but he just ruined the race for about 90% of, of the teams. Yeah, he did, he did like a five-minute effort and then just went off all the on like a six-lane uh, motorway, went like all the way to lane six from lane one to go backwards. It, it, he probably just sat in the group ruin and the second group ruin in their time, didn't he? As well, but like he was impressed about all of ethics were just are they ethics? No, all of them. Decoy, that's the one. But they were straight on the front and just instantly blown apart. Uh, Pog was right up there, like he was like third wheel and like really like he obviously knew what was coming. But so mm. many people got caught out, and then it's just the whole race over from the first minute of racing in that whole tour. So obviously they've got um, Almeida, haven't they? Uh, quick, uh, the Koinic. Who's yeah. their? He's their GC guy. Who's their sprinter? Bennett. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did. I don't think he made it, but I don't think they cared. No, nah, they're like, <laughs> did you? They don't care about the result. They're like, ah, we just want to blow up in the crosswind. <laughs> I love Almeida. I, I've got a lot of time for him. I think he's going to be good. Yeah. I think he's that doing as well to this year. And then, um, obviously, the next day, this I found this a bit, a bit confusing. Um, obviously, a staff member tested positive for Alpecin Phoenix. Yes. So they sent the whole team home. I'm guessing, like, this one I wasn't sure. Was that their decision? Or was that is that a new ruling that, like, if one of your support staff tests positive, your whole team's left? No, I think it, from their press release, I, I gathered it was their choice. To do it for, like, safety for the race sort of thing. Yeah, and everyone riding Omloop. Het Newsblad suddenly went, oh, for God's sake, <laughs> he's, he's going to be riding it. <laughs> there. Love it. Mm. Oh, well, that's, you know, that's something positive, at least. Oh, hopefully not. Um, but then I thought you said, you, you posted up um, or sent to us Dowsett's file from um, the first two minutes of... Uh, it was the first ten week. minutes and it was like 500 watts. <laughs> It's just absolutely mad. And he was saying, actually, that at UAE, even if there's not a crosswind, because everyone's worried about crosswinds, they ride like that to a corner, just in case when they get round the corner, there's magically a, a wind that appears. And then five minutes after the corner, they realise there's not. Then they ride slowly and then they do it every single corner. <laughs> so it's just like, it's just ridiculous. Everyone knows, but because it's like panic buying, because... Someone does it. Everyone else panics and does it as well. I suppose it's a bit like um, into all the Belgian classics where they've got the tidy streets, pop up, and then there's no end result. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I suppose from Dowsett as well, that would be just for sort of like 100th place as well. 
Yeah. Like, he was going that hard just to basically stick with the seventh pack or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they then did the time trial, which Ghana won, obviously. Um, Greipel came in at the same time as Froome. <laughs> Does that mean Greipel was going to be in the medals at um, Tokyo? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, and then today they went up. Uh, how? Oh, it's the one that we could remember last time. Al Hafid. Yeah, the, the man made. Highway Road, Mountain. And um, Sepp Kuss got dropped. So that's a bit disappointing. And then it was Pog, Pog and Yates. And then Pog, Pog took the took the win. Oh, nice. So that, that's with, with Jason, that was that Ineos Yates or Mitchell Yates? Ineos Yates. Oh, that's good. Mm. I'm quite excited to see Pog versus the Empire. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah, the Ineos Empire. Um, and just beat them all. I think that'd be quite, quite exciting. Um, what do we think about Froome then? Do we think he is just a goner, or do you think actually he's biding his time? Apparently, he's had some more surgery, so now he's back to full fitness, according to the Israel Startup Nation coaches and stuff. So, what do you reckon he's going to do? They're going to say they're not going to say, "Oh yeah, he's rubbish," but we, we've got we've paid all this money for him. They're going to say, oh, yeah, he's fine, aren't they? I think. Well, that whole thing is like, obviously, he was such a ferocious contender or like and competitor all the time. So that's why he was just so good. And he was like so like focused on his goal, wasn't he? So that's why he'd always do that training. He'd always, always be there to beat it. It's like, even if you've got the best team in the world, you've still got to follow them up the mountain to be able to destroy everyone at the end of it. So he's definitely, he always was talented, wasn't he, in that respect? Yeah, so, definitely. Unless it's literally like, he doesn't really care anymore, so that 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 part is gone. Or it's literally, yeah, it is just a massive physical sort of barrier from his crash trying to get back into it. Well, um, there's been interviews where he's been saying that he's still very hungry for it, and he's not just there to take a big, you know, paycheck and run. So I, I personally want him to, you know, be up there and do it. I think that'd be well exciting. He's sort of like the um, the white collar like corporate rider's dream isn't he so like all the, <laughs> yeah. the bankers must love him and sort of even from that respect like that 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 was sky's marketing wasn't it, it was sort of all the big the financial people were getting over and involved with it and maybe that's sort of part of what the israel startup nation want to do is sort of just he's a pretty good person to have at a dinner yeah yeah it's definitely part of their sort of image change yeah. you know development and stuff like that having him because it Which might not like, win over younger fans and stuff because no. they're all interested in the younger riders, but the people he's with money that can help your team are definitely interested, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. He's very professional, so... Apart from when he reviews your bike. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, right, Omloop Het Newsblad. It's coming. On the 27th. So is that this Saturday? It is, isn't it? Oh my God, I'm so excited. Basically, this weekend we've got second day of the cricket, day and night Ooh. test. Basically, you don't have to get up early. Third, 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 second day of the third test, England and India. I think that starts now about sort of 10, 10 a.m. So you're good for that. That's not then as bad as 4 a.m. or whatever I'm it was. I'm pretty sure it's Wales, England and the Six Nations as well. Oh my God. Yeah, well, France might be out as well on similar note to. Um... With Vanderpool and all yeah. that lot that one person's oh, got yeah. it. That's interesting what happens with them. Right, but I'm yeah. gonna give you some odds for Omloop and you're gonna you're gonna give me a shout. I've got four um, I've got five odds. So Ooh. you've got Vanderpool as a favourite. Ala Philippe. So Vanderpool is seven to four to win. <laughs> wow. In a wow. bike race, that is ridiculous odds. That is ridiculous. Um you've got Ala Philippe. At seven to two, which again I think is quite ridiculous odds. Um, Tim Wellens ten to one, Stoyven fourteen to one, um, David Bellarini sixteen to one, Avamart sixteen to one, Asgreen, Lampart, Seneschal, Demar, Nason. Oh, by the way, I'm early shout now. Lampart's going to win Paris Roubaix. Remember that? Yeah, I'm saying it now. <laughs> Isn't he a farmer as well? Like. <laughs> 
Uh, he's um, like yeah he's like obsessed with Roubaix and stuff like that isn't he like he's born and bred there like he wants to win that race more than anything in the world he's and I think he's going to do it oh um, who's your outsider oh, I, outside think, I don't know I think so Quickstep are going to do something you know Van der Poel and Alaphilippe they're going to cancel each other out I think Quickstep are going to pull something or someone else is going to get you know, Ivan Cortina, someone like that. Pedersen. Mads Pedersen is 40 to 1. Yeah, I suppose he did find some form, didn't he, towards the end of the season. Christoph, 66 to 1. If it comes down to a sprint, I reckon Christoph, if it's a hard day, can definitely come second to Van der Poel. <laughs> I mean, Steve's is 25. So, you know that one. Will this be on um, GCM Plus, that thing you are talking about the other week, Sam? It's, it's one of the only races that's not, because Flanders, um, the chant, the uh, company, Flanders for some Classic. reason, Flanders that. Classics, that's it. They don't, um, they, for some reason, they don't do it, which is annoying. So is, is, so is what's the best way to watch it, then? I don't Ooh. think you can. Really? You're right, so much on yeah, Eurosport or something. Eurosport. But then I thought Eurosport and GCN were a linked thing now. <clears throat> well, I thought they were, because I thought Eurosport bought GCN, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Or a part of it, at least. So, yeah. My rights problems, isn't it, I suppose? Right, let's all pick a pick a winner and then pick an outsider. Have you got the odds in front of you, Harry? Do you want me to put them on the screen? No. Um, uh, yeah, I can get broadcast on uh, Eurosport or GCN. Oh. Okay, I'm going. My winner is going to be. I think uh, Quickstep are going to do a do a classic Quickstep, and I think Casper Asgreen's going to win. He's sixteen to one. He's going to be the man. He's going to do that classic. He's going to ride away. Van der Poel's going to look around. Alaphilippe's not going to chase, and he's going to get away. My outsider. What odds are we saying for an outsider above thirty to one? Oh, mine's a lot more for that. <laughs> I'm going to go Ivan Cortina, 40 to 1. I don't know who he is, but I'm sure he's good. He's the guy with, he, he rides for Bahrain and he's got like the big hair. He won a stage of the Vuelta in like a sprint type thing. Trentin's 40 to 1. That's pretty big. Yeah, um, so that's because you got to try and get out of Ben Avermaet's shadow, isn't it? That's... Gilles Bear is 66 to 1. Nils Pollitt. All right, I'm going Nils Pollitt. 80 to 1. Nils Pollitt. Colgate's back. Colgate, the man with the best smile in <laughs> <at> cycling. <laughs> he might win. That's a great category. That, that's a good category for next <laughs> week's game. Anyone with a great smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Steve off for the win. Another man with a great Steve smile, up. I'd say. It's yeah. not just going to love him, but... Uh, uh, and then my outsider, 150 to 1. No, I, I think this is a little bit hard. Probably out of form, but he's had a classic podium. Uh, Sylvain Dillier. Yes. Obviously, from second to Sagan at Flanders. It's Roubaix. Roubaix. We saw them live. He was cycle past us. Switch champ for age 2 wasn't he? Yeah. Who are you going for, Harry? Uh, I... Seven. What was uh, Alphilippe? Seven to two. You cannot pick him. No. Okay. Fine. I mean, <laughs> well, as an outsider, I'd Pidcock because I know he. It, but I think it's interesting to see how he goes on those because he's he's really, really, really good technically, but just not built for them. So, but he's. I've seen interviews where he says he wants to go for them. So I think he's. But he's fifty to one. So that's he's kind of he's an outsider. You try right. to lose weight at the moment. Isn't he? Is he? So are you going Alaphilippe and Pidcock? Are they your shouts? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair. Right. We'll put those bets on later then. You heard it here first, gang. Where's Bob Jingles these uh, days? I might have to pay you, Sam, because I've got locked out of my Bet365 bet account. <laughs> I can so. do that. There, there is, there is a uh, processing fee if there should be a 150 to 1 winner. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk details, yeah. Yeah, we'll sort it. <laughs> when Dilio the admin it. to do that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dilio me. <laughs> um, right. What 
what else should we talk about? News, tech news, or should we move oh, on? Tech news I've got nothing. As I've got a quick one. Just before, just quickly, I saw. I don't know what race or who it was, but I did see a thing <laughs> on the news. I'm hoping you'll know where someone won a race, a stage of a race in Super Tuck. Position. That was Bram. That was Bram Beer. So was it? So he yeah, didn't track track rider. Just a fine? It's not. It's yeah. not. A, it's not illegal yet. Is April first, ironically, oh. is when it is when it's uh, illegal. Because I was thinking as well that I heard as well, even after it's enforced, it still won't be illegal technically. It'll just be you get warnings. So if you just use it, especially if you're a rider that only goes for the odd stage win, you're going to do it, aren't you? If it's only a yeah. fine, your team probably going to go, we'll pay for it. Who cares? And I think it's two, 2% faster, isn't it? But equally on that, yeah. it's 2% faster. I mean, the simple cycling tips always say it's like aero helmets. It's only 2% faster if no one else is doing it. If everyone's doing it, Makes no difference. <laughs> yeah, but then if you're not doing it and everyone else is doing it, I suppose you're then losing on your potential two percent, really, aren't you? At worst, you're not losing anything, but at best, you're gaining. Yeah, I think it's. I think. I think it's a fine. I don't think there's any time time things on it, and then littering, you can get disqualified from the whole race. Yeah, which is pretty. But I mean, you know, save the planet. That's cool. Yeah. Right. Let's talk about hot topic, which we don't really have. It's mainly just the the news came out yesterday that old Boris is letting us ride our bikes with people again soon. So that's exciting with the racing potentially coming back. I think it's just going to be a lot of TTs, which is exciting. And you can do road bike TTs and stuff, which which will be good. Um, I think we should bring in the evening club TT, but do four up and two up competitions. I think that'd be more fun. That would be more fun. Yeah, definitely. Because especially if it's road bikes, because that's going to be more accessible to loads more people. So you know, on, on the night of the TT, say, fine, you can use a TT bike if you want to and do a solo one and you can record it, but just have different categories. So have a four I up think one, well. have a mixed category, yeah. have a two up, all sorts. You do, it'd be like um, in a lot of motorsport series, they do this. It's called BOP, Balance of Performance. So if you've won the last race, you get lugged with an extra 100 kilos of lead. So I reckon you do BOP on the like TT. So if you if your team of, I don't know, quad one, the last, you have to swap out every week. You're allowed to take a rider from another team and you have to <laughs> say no. So like if you do really well and you think, oh my God, Sam pulled that whole team along, we'll nick him and, we'll, and then you have to swap riders. And then it would just constantly keep it fair and interesting or something like that. Mm, like, like the draft so. system in Amer- American sports where the worst team then gets the first pick of the best rider next time. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Real money transactions to try and buy different drafts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll do a draft at the start. We'll do a draft next month. <laughs> yeah. I'll happily be a hundredth pick or last pick. Yeah. There's so many, all the courses in Surrey League and Searle and stuff like that, South East Road Race League, you could use all those courses, but just do them as TTs, as evenings, because it's not mass participation. It's you go off in little groups and stuff like that. Like, I think that would be really fun. And I definitely think it's viable. And it's something to train for. And it's, you know, a reason to get out and have have fun, which would be good. But I think some mountain bike races are on. And theory, road races should be happening, isn't it? June twenty third is when it's just free for all. In theory, <laughs> I'll be I mean, too drunk I, to I, ride a bike. I, I have entered a race for April, I think it is. Is it April? I'll check my email. No, May it is. But yeah, it's a mountain bike race, so it might be all right. I think yeah. by then it'll be fairly opened up anyway, won't it? I think six, at least six. I think by then. Yeah, I'm going to do battle in the bowl. The cross race, yeah, I'm definitely up for that. That's good fun, and then yeah, whatever other races come along. But yeah, I do think it's they're going to British cycling are going to be quite tentative with opening it up and doing stuff. So I think it'll be TTs and things, but that's all right. And then chain gangs, hopefully, even if it's just six up, it's just more exciting than riding on your own, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Right. I think it's time to end the podcast on an absolute high. And that high 
is a game that Seb invented today. What about high the whole time? (laughs) (laughs) To peak even higher. (laughs) (laughs) Like we're on Mount Everest and we're just jumping a little bit more just to get a few feet. That's what we're Mm. doing. Yeah. Absolutely. So my game is called Audio Deskitchen. We thanks for having oh, us right. audio desk kitchen. I wasn't sure if there was more. Kitchen. And it's not <laughs> I about thought there kitchen. was more after that. So it's I not didn't about say anything. It's not what it sounds like it is. Oh, I thought it could be about <laughs> Bora products. You have to you, you have to edit this out. Can you hear a hairdryer, Sam? I can't hear a hairdryer. Hey, we're all good then. I've heard that the whole time. I've, ah. is there, I thought that. It's my, that's, like my loud that's my wind machine just here like <laughs> <laughs> properly pro yeah right so audio disc kitchen obviously there's a lot of new kits this year and the idea originally was are we each each going to do it but that was a lot of effort so rather than we all put a little bit of effort in no one put any effort in and i'm going to on the spot i'm going to describe a team kit based off the little picture on pro cycling stats so you don't have it open as if it was an audio description on a DVD for visually impaired people. And you've got to guess what that kit is. So right. I might do it almost a bit clue-based as I think of them as well. So sort of, <laughs> I think you'd be first person to guess it, shout your name. Once you've, once you've shouted <laughs> your name, you'll be frozen out though. So if you get it wrong, that is. Are you right. ready then? We are absolutely yeah. ready. Okay. I'm just I'm slow yeah. start. It's all right. I, can, I can't hear a hairdryer, but I can hear your brain working. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, it's a plain oh. background. What appears oh. to be notes left all over it. There's a single stripe on the sleeve. The colour is more vibrant than most. With two letters written large in the chest area. Jumbo uh, Visma. Not Jumbo Visma. That's more than Grenadiers. 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 It was EF. So obviously then you. I was doing EF. That's why I didn't say EF. I was like, this sounds a lot like EF, which is yeah. what I've done. Single colour. Oh, have you, have, you, have you actually done some, Harry? Yeah, I did the ones that you put my name next oh, to. Sorry. Yeah. I can't say EF because I've done EF and I look oh, like a right oh, idiot. So yeah, I've done EF. I can't sorry, say my Harry. own one, can I? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we, we sort of sacked that I like it how you anticipated that I, did, I would put no effort in. I do respect oh, that because just, most <laughs> of the time I wouldn't. Have you done EF then, I had to pull myself away from these so these assessment application things. What, what was but, your EF one then? Go on, let's hear that. If you gave a five-year-old a pink crayon, what would they draw? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That, that is the kit. That the okay, we've got two. We've got two different styles of audio description today. I think, which is exciting. Yes. Right, go then, Harry. You do. You do a next one then. Okay. Um, how difficult shall I make it? Uh, okay, I'll go to. I'll say uh, it's on the diagonal. That's my first clue. Oh, eighty and, to us. Yeah. yeah. Wait, did, I, did I just ruin the game by being too competitive? <laughs> <laughs> the, the next clue was that it looks like a turd, but I think you would have got it off of that easily. No, but less turdy than before. Less tidy than before, but it's still like they've had a hot curry the night before and haven't been able to deal with it. Let's have a few okay. more. So, it's the sort of background you'd see with an emotional quote. Um, it's watercoloured, as in the palette would be watercolours, not the colour of water. Um, when you say watercolour, I don't think anyone was thinking 
water, like actual like waterfall. <laughs> like no, blue. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the colour. That's the one, Sam. Thanks. Yeah, blue. <laughs> that really <laughs> uncommon colour. <laughs> the the colour is graduated from top to bottom light to dark oh see I are you doing Harry's ones as well I don't really know I'm just sort of doing whichever I fancy on I'm going I'm going Bora oh he's done it he's (laughs) actually done it see again I had that as well and my clue was that it looks like a plaited loaf Oh, what? Sorry, <laughs> the middle of it. Look at the pattern on the, like a plotted loaf. Did you say a plotted loaf? But like, look at the design. It's like they, you know, those loaves. Can we just talk about that word? What, what word? Plotted. Plotted. No, like I think it's AI, isn't it? It doesn't matter about the spelling. Not here on a spelling contest. Do you mean plotted? Do you mean plotted? That's what I said. Did I not say plotted? Oh right, I see what you mean. So you sounded like you were saying plotted. Like P L U T T E D. I was like, "What the platted. hell is that word?" Yeah. Platted, a plaited <laughs> loaf kit. I would say, in watercolor. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, I get I can that. See that. That's good. Okay. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> to be fair, it's one of the nicer kits, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. This kit. Has been finger painted in monochrome. Uh, okay. It's like someone's been given lots of hugs. Quebecer. Yes, yeah, Quebecer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. You do one, Harry, and then then one more from Seven. I think that's that's definitely enough. <laughs> okay. Um, Oh, okay. I've got two absolutely worldly there. What's that? Uh, the only clue I can think is for what I want to do. Would you, would you, do you want to wear your national jersey? No, you don't have a chance, mate. You're, like, you're not allowed <laughs> to wear your national jersey. UAE. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen them? They're absolutely <laughs> I shocking. Did, I did quite a controversial Instagram post about that. <laughs> I said, I said, their national champs jerseys are as good as their human rights record. <laughs> oh God, it's not, it's not on. It's, yeah, I mean, it's pretty accurate. Why is that? Rubbish. Yeah. Oh, Rubbish. Well, thanks. Great game. That, that the execution needs work, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like most things we do. Yeah. Well, I suppose, Elvis, have you actually ever watched an, or listened to an audio description? Because we don't really have the need to. No, although on my ride the other day, I was listening to a band called And I So And So I Watch You From Afar, or So I Watch You From Afar. Have you heard of them? They're like an Irish, but they on they've got an album where they play a song and then talk about the song for half an hour, and that came on in the middle of like a two hundred ninety <laughs> watt interval, and I was like, "This is not the vibe I need in my life right now." <laughs> it's so shit. Anyway, so next week we're gonna have. Um, our second coach Alex podcast, which has gone down very well indeed, and people have actually liked. So it's good to have some silliness on this podcast and then seriousness on the other podcast. Oh, my foot's cramping up. Oh. How <laughs> 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 oh, you don't do anything? Great timing. Great timing, Harry. Thank you. Um, it's dehydration, man. <laughs> we're going to have some more details about... We've got Gravel Chaser 4 coming, which is our gravel event that Chasers Collective do, but we don't know exactly what that's going to be yet because of lockdown and all that sort of stuff. So, But it's coming. It's being planned, and it's going to be amazing. So tune in next week for super tech talk and... Uh, physiology talk and training talk with alex who is absolutely brilliant and he's got lots of other cool stuff to talk about and then stay tuned for more great stuff hopefully we can do a pod soon boys in person and that'll be really good i'll get get the garage cleaned that's what i'll do yes that's exciting so remember sam if you ain't gonna love yourself (laughs) 
<laughs> How anyone else can I love you back? <laughs> can I get an amen? <laughs> right. Sashay away. Stay Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? you can't else? love yourself naked, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else if naked? you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else?